Hello everybody and welcome back to Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana, the world's first and only musical comedy game show where there are no winners, no losers, just Smooth by Santana. We have a returning guest today. It is my good friend Carson. Carson, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you, Alex? I can't complain. We're uh, we're getting into, you know, the thick of things with this podcast. You know, I think we're on 70-something episodes and we just keep on trucking. So That's so exciting. Can you believe it? Yeah. Are you going to do something big for like episode 100, do you I think? I don't even know. That feels like so far away. I probably have to, right? I think I the think fans so. are demanding it. The fans deserve it. Right. But I mean, we're probably going to end up with a lot more than 100 episodes. So in the grand scheme of things, is 100 even that important? Yes. It is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is important. It's like, you know... Triple digits, like triple digits, yeah. So I have to spend probably another like nanosecond more when I write the episode titles when yeah. I post it because mm-hmm. it's it's so quick now with just two digits. Now I have to do three digits. Three digits. Golly, you need to do something to, you know, show and respect to typing that extra digit in each time. Oh yeah, maybe we should have a party. A party. We'll have a, a smooth by Santana party, and we'll invite Carlos Santana himself. Perfect. You think he'll come? You think he'll come down to Louisiana? I think he'd be crazy not to. I agree. I don't know what he's doing nowadays. Yeah. He's probably a Discord moderator. But, like, besides that, you know, he probably, like... (laughs) I mean... He probably just hangs out and plays Minecraft or something. I think this might be one of the most (laughs) unique invitations he's got. I think it would be intriguing for anyone. He may also be insulted. Because he's going to be like, oh, you think my song is just okay? Just... Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, self-awareness is good. Yeah. Hopefully he has it. I hope so. I mean, he's he's been through a lot. He's been to Woodstock. He probably has it. But, um, I guess we can just get into it, I okay, guess. Okay, yeah. Sounds I mean, great. I mean, why why wait? Why wait? That's that's the question I just asked. So we're gonna we're gonna jump in with my same pre recorded spiel that I, I do every episode. So. Okay, perfect. I I'm <clears throat> so surprised. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're listening for the seventieth something time, don't worry, nothing has changed. You can you can zone out at this part. But if you're new, um, I got I, you have to listen because it makes sense. But um, in 2020, scientists have discovered that "Smooth" by Santana is the exact middle point of all music. With up on my guests, we'll listen to every song that has ever been made and decide whether or not the song is better or worse than the Latin alternative rock classic. Eventually, by the end of the show's run, all music in its entirety will be classified into two categories. Here are the rules: I'll go through eight different songs from eight different genres by eight different artists. After listening to each one of the songs, it's up to the guests to decide whether or not the song is better or worse than Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. If the song is better, the guests will say, man, it's a hot one. If the song is worse, the guests will say, forget about it. One of those options must be chosen by the guests, but the guests are able to elaborate if they please by choosing a softer, hard option. For example, they can say it's a hard, hot one if it's much better, or a soft forget about if it's slightly worse. The song will also be played for you at home, so feel free to play along and email me your opinions as to whether or not the songs are better than Smooth by Santana at one at Outlook.com. Haven't gotten an email in a while, so... Come on, people. You got to pick it up. I mean, what's the point of having an email account if you're not getting emails? Yeah. I will say this, though. I've had numerous email accounts in my day, and this one has more spam than, like, anything I've ever seen before, which is funny because I don't sign up 
for anything with it. People just find it. Well, you're saying like you don't get any emails, and I was like, no way. There's an email account that exists out there that doesn't get spam. I only get spam with this. I was talking about I guess human people because yeah. like like you know the joke about like the the Nigerian prince and all that. Uh huh. I actually got one. Of you those, got one. Which is like, wow, you're not even trying now. Yeah, so. I'd say so. I mean, I have an email just set up for spam that I like sign up with for everything. Because you like reading spam emails. Actually, because- you know, it's my favorite pastime, actually. So like, oh, Colts is having a sale. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, you know, what should I do today? Mm, I should go read my spam emails. Oh, yeah, Sabaro's Pizza, two for one deal. Exactly. Awesome. I would have never known if I didn't go through my spam. <laughs> It's good. It's good when you're just in waiting rooms. Yeah, perfect know. for yeah. that. Um, it's, you know, a really great way to take a break from school. That was actually my favorite way to, to yeah. relax. Right. It's like, ah, I'm, I don't want to write this essay anymore. I know. I'll scroll through my spam email for two hours. And, exactly. <laughs> and learn about all the new deals. And all the promotions. new deals. I mean, I get like 20, what, every morning? <laughs> but we do have a job to do. Okay. And we're going to begin this job by listening to song number one, which I think is the best place to begin. And song number one is always a hit. Some of the people know, some of the people recognize. And this hit comes from 2006. So I was nine, I think. And it was a good time to be nine. But this song is a country pop hit. And if you know 2006 country pop, you know who it's going to be by. So this is our song by Taylor Swift. That was song number one. That was a 2006 country pop hit. That was our song by Taylor Swift. The song comes from Swift's self-titled debut album. According to Swift herself, the song was written for her high school talent show and was added to the album since it was so popular with her classmates. The song topped the U.S. and Canada country charts and reached number 16 on the Billboard Hot 100. The song went platinum four times and won a CMT Music Award in 2008. So Carson, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Yes, it's a hot one, like a hard hot one. A hard hot one. Yeah. Okay, let's let's hear what about it is so It's Taylor hot. Swift, original Taylor Swift, her best material. It's fantastic. I'm also amazed that she wrote this for her high school talent show. Mm-hmm. I was nowhere near that talented in high school. Dang, Taylor just exceeds all expectations. I mean, look Once at again. her. I mean, she switches genres in maintains her popularity if not is even more popular now mm-hmm. she's really kind of crazy she's dated and broken Iconic. up with half of hollywood by now exactly i mean <laughs> like 
No Who's one else next? besides Taylor Swift. <laughs> no one. Taylor, no one can do it like you can. But our song just like peak and reminds me just so much of middle school too. Like just mm. all of us singing it. I think it would definitely had to be a we had Taylor Swift, I remember, like, our school dances would play, and, like, we'd all just walk around the girls singing our song all the time. Did you expect high school to be, like, Taylor explaining it? Like, yes, I'll be having our song and all these other Taylor Swift-esque moments. Mm. High school was completely different than anything I thought it was going to be like. So Taylor led you to believe false information. I think Taylor did lead me to believe false information. But Mm. kind of all media led me to believe false information. That is fair. Taylor is just a part of a small group that's ruining the youth of America. Yeah, creating false expectations for us. Mm. Are you still a Taylor fan? I am not. Oh my gosh. I know. Just the switch to pop really... Did you feel betrayed? Just I'm not mad. Just disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's always sad when you You lose lose an artist. (laughs) Yeah, a friend. (laughs) Like someone who's been there for you, right? Taylor, we're worried about you. All those moments. So you weren't even a fan of like Shake It Off or anything? Like you, you. No. Because there's a lot of people who transferred over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's kind of sad. I really enjoyed her first two albums. Yeah. Um, Up to Red, I'm guessing. Yeah, I didn't really listen to Red. Wow. Kinda, that was the that beginning was the of the end. You know I funny. listened to All Too Well. I you know, enjoyed that. It was different. I don't listen to it now, but What's I did. What's funny about that is this one genre change lost you, but I think she's changed like five times since then. Oh, yeah. Now so she does was- like her indie... Right, yeah. I don't even know. Or so not was- indie, folk. Sorry. It was, yeah, it was country to like dance pop. To like edgy, like edgy stuff. I don't know the exact genre. And then I think they went to like bubblegum pop. Okay. And then now we're, I think we're at folk. Yeah, well, she has some that are, I think, labeled folk. But like, I think her album, even. Folklore, I think is what it's called. That might be it. Yeah, so. <laughs> but I think even like certain songs in her album all have different categories. Like, every once in a while, it's like, um, my ox never works in my car, or it's like really difficult. So I'll just have music playing on radio and it's usually just set to you a country station. You listen to the radio station. still? I do. Okay, 1987. <laughs> Dang. And Taylor Swift has popped up on the radio, <laughs> the country radio station in the past and I've said, what? <laughs> Taylor, what are you doing here? You're confusing me. So, Taylor chased the money and but she got again, it. But then again, you are doing great. So, it's kind of like I to say? It's kind of like when you're on social media and you see a friend you haven't talked to in a while. It's like, oh, you're getting married. I'm glad for you. And it's just like, I'm not going to reach out. You're not going to reach out to me, but it's good to see you doing well. Yes. That's you and Taylor. I'm glad to see you're doing well, Taylor. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, you're not going to listen to a new album, if there is a new album. You're kind of, the tie has been cut. Um, Yeah, the only reason I've listened to her new albums really has because of the high schoolers I tutor. They just, like, you'll sit down and they'll be like, here, listen to this. And next thing you know, Taylor Swift is playing for you. Mm. So Taylor's still relevant with the kids nowadays. Extremely. And you're like, you don't, I was there from the beginning. Yeah. I think Harry Styles is kind of the peak of their music taste right now. Oh, he's everywhere. Yeah. He's everywhere. So we got a hot one from Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, Taylor's had a couple hot ones so far on the show. We're moving on to song number two. This song comes from 2018. It is a party punk song and it is Subaru by Chowzen.
All right, that was song number two. That was a 2018 party punk song. It was Subaru by Chowzen. Chowzen is a pop punk group from Watertown, Connecticut. The song comes from their self-titled debut album in 2018. The group's most recent release is an EP titled Maybe I'll See You Later, which came out last year. So Carson, is it better than Spoon by Santana? I'm so sad because the name was Subaru and you know, I think Subaru's have, could be like a fun car. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, maybe this has potential, but it's a hard forget about it. Hard forget about it. Yeah, I just, the lyrics, no, we had a hard time even finding a chorus. I don't know if I want to actually admit that, but <laughs> 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 um, what else? I was, uh, it just, it seemed as if it was like this really extended version of a song's intro <laughs> to like a cartoon episode. Mm. And we all know why Netflix has like the skip intro button. Oh, you're calling someone out right now. So, yeah. There's no theme songs you like? No. Not even the Friends? I thought about it for a second, Friends, and I said, I would be perfectly fine if they didn't exist. Like a nice little, like, ring, sing the name, and then, like, face to next. I have a passion for television theme songs. I had a band (laughs) that only covered... (laughs) I'm not even kidding. That's an actual fact about me. (laughs) I believe. I feel so bad now. I am insulting. I love, I feel like one of my best knowledge bases are like theme songs. Like you play a theme song, what shows this? I think I'm like one of the guys. What's your favorite one? Oh, that's a hard one. That's a very hard one. And you're telling me you don't press skip intro. No. (laughs) You don't. First, okay. Okay. For like the instrumental ones, like the office when I watched it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, like I've, I've only like epi- watched through number four. Yeah, I'm gonna skip intro, but okay. like you know, for ones that are good. So, my favorite theme song all time there's a 90s Nickelodeon show called The Adventures of Pete and Pete, and the intro is like this like indie rock, and it's like really different from like other because most theme songs aren't like indie rock. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, this is interesting. So, weird fact about me, people, but also go check out The Adventures of Pete and Pete theme song, it's pretty rad. But, um, wow, you don't even like Phineas and Ferb, like that's a good one. Oh, you know what, Phineas and is a bop. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have one theme song I will listen to. And that's Phineas and Ferb. Phineas, you can't hate Phineas and Ferb. Not even Hannah Montana. That's a that's a skip. Yeah, that's a skip. Mm. Wow. Even the Wizard of Waverly Place one, I'll skip. I've skipped. Whoa, yeah, that's no. a good one. Yeah, no. Dang. It's just, that's just kind of a. That's I don't know. I thought theme songs were like something that everyone loved. Nope. You're just fairly controversial, I guess. Apparently so, but I'm fine with it. I've been going making another... a list of all my controversial opinions lately. Well, there is a controversial opinion that's coming up later. That kind of It's not intentionally that was in the show, but it actually just hit me. All right. We're not going to get into it now because that's coming up later. But um, anyway, <laughs> uh, Subaru by Chowson. You like Subaru's just on like a song called Subaru, particularly by a band called Chowson. You know, I thought it had potential. Like the, the names, everything. But... You're like the whoa. I thought that was so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Forget about Forget it. Forget about it. We forgot about it. I really hope I do. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I guess song number three then. Uh, song number three. It comes from 2009. It's a singer-songwriter song. And it is Big Black Car by Gre- Gregory Allen Isikoff. Why are you laughing? It's just, they're 
just I never know what I'm gonna get on this show and every time it's just funny because it's just so surprising well the song is Big Black Car <laughs> by Gregory Allen Isikoff you were a phonograph I was a kid I sat with an ear Listening Was there when the rain Tapped away down your face You were a miracle I was just holding your space mm. World time has a way Of throwing it all in your face The past she is haunted The future is laced Heartbreak, you know, drives a big black car I swear I was in the backseat Just minding my own song number three that was a 2009 singer songwriter song big black car by gregory allen isikoff gregory allen isikoff is a singer songwriter from south africa currently based in boulder colorado so he's moved uh, quite far um gregory currently has seven studio albums with his most recent album coming out in 2018 so carson is it better than smooth by santana um it is a soft soft hot one and it's a hot one Okay. Um, the album cover art, you know, just places it a little over the edge. It was a cool album cover. Yeah. So anyone... Take um, a look. Go take a look. Uh, so singer-songwriter, are you a fan? I am, yeah. I think most you of the think? time. Most of the time. No, no, no. I said... I, not that I think. I am a fan of singer-songwriter. I'm normally going like 95 miles per hour like in my head or something like that. So how do you think that is... <laughs> like calmer and slower pace is good for me like i remember when i used to like run track i would like purposely listen to like really slow music to make you feel faster no just like <laughs> calm down because i'd be like so riled up so, um, always gonna be a fan of something that's a little slower a little mm. quieter a little are calmer. you the, um are you the type of person to just go to a coffee shop and listen to this kind of stuff and like journal and like not journal but like i would study and uh. listen to something like this you know. I would, I would, I would do that, but like with a Rubik's cube. A Rubik's cube. I've never solved the Rubik's cube though. That's I the haven't problem. either. I don't believe anyone has actually. You know, every time I ask people, like, oh, you don't want to do like like solve a Rubik's cube? They're like, yeah, I just look at the algorithm on like YouTube, and I was like, what? No, no, or that like that doesn't count. If you just like watched a YouTube video and you're like, now I can solve a Rubik's yeah. cube, I'm like you didn't solve it. Yeah, you, you there's. Use math, which no one likes to do. It's, yeah. Who likes math? Not me. Well, but I heard, I, I heard a, a hypothetical. Would you okay. rather spend four months in prison, or until you can solve a Rubik's cube? Until I could solve a Rubik's cube. You think you could solve a Rubik's cube within four months by yeah, yourself? I think I could get it probably within a week. You think so? Huh? Or like that's all I was doing. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. It was like, well, you ever, you're not guaranteed to solve it. I'm like, but like a month. 
I've seen people on YouTube do it, you know, in like a minute. You know the ones where they have like the little board and they yeah. like have the timers? So that's all I'm saying. I mean, yeah. Solve a Rubik's Cube. I have, I have faith in myself. That's a lot of faith. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad you have confidence in Thank yourself you. in Rubik's Cube related activities. I mean, shouldn't we all? Mm, I think some people can't solve a Rubik's Cube. Like, have you ever looked at someone and, like, this dude couldn't solve a Rubik's Cube? You know, I feel like that's... <laughs> <laughs> you know, where people are, like, are really, like, oddly specific, like, insults. Like, oh, that is, like, a ver- stale ham sandwich of a person or something yeah. like that. I feel like that's, like, one that's of those one insults of where it's, like, yeah, but you, you couldn't solve a Rubik's Cube. Like, I think I'd be, like, really mm. actually offended by that. You think so? Like... They might I, be right, I, but I like... accept the fact. I like someone's like, you can't solve a Rubik's cube. I'm like, yeah, unlikely. Yeah, I agree. But like, no one needs to point it out. But there's also that theory. I saw a theory where it's like, if you put like enough monkeys in a room with typewriters and they just randomly, you know, yeah, press random buttons, eventually one of them's going to write all of Hamlet by William Shakespeare, right? Because if there's like enough, yeah, opportunities, eventually one of them's going to have that. I feel I, I get what you're saying. Like probability says that like I should be eventually, eventually, able to right? Solve the Rubik's cube. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I guess we're done with that song. <laughs> I guess that's. I all guess one. so. We talked a lot about it. <laughs> I think we spent two songs talking about everything but the song. So what? But what is new on this podcast? That's very on brand. Yes. We got a new segment for song number four. Okay, I'm really excited. You said there's going to be a new segment. Don't get segment. too excited. I don't think you're going to like it. So. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a new segment. And the new segment is Ringo Roundup. Y'all ready for this? No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Alex! Yo, yo, yo. What is up, everyone? And welcome back to Ringo Roundup, your one-stop shop for everything Ringo Star. We're talking Ringo Star updates, Ringo Star news, Ringo Star sightings, you name it. Everything you need to know about everyone's favorite Liverpoolian drummer. We got some breaking Ringo Star news today that we have to cover. So sit back, buckle up, because this is a wild one. Um, today, we found out that Ringo Star has released his very own set of NFTs. Okay. That's breaking news. So there's going to be 20 new NFTs released by the drummer. Um, with the winning bidders who win the NFTs will get an invite to a virtual hangout called Ringo Land. <laughs> Where they can hang out with Ringo in the metaverse. <laughs> and each, no. one of, each one of the NFTs will begin at $1,000. And Ringo... <laughs> no. And Ringo Starr has been quoted saying, Who would have thought that I'd be spreading peace and love in the metaverse. No. <laughs> so that was today's episode of Ringo Roundup, your one-stop shop for everything Ringo Star news related. Has, has this been going on? That was the first one. And you, you, you blessed me with it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Ringo Roundup. Awesome. So I've had this idea for a while. We just haven't had breaking, <laughs> breaking Ringo <laughs> Star news <laughs> until recently. Well, I, I'm glad for you that you get to share that so part of Ringo Roundup along with the breaking Ringo Star news which we have a ton of right he's always on the news always doing stuff yeah um but that means we have to listen to a Ringo Star song now alright cause it's a part it's a celebration of Ringo okay everyone's favorite Beatle right I don't like the Beatles I know you don't that's I know, why it's funny. The listeners funny. need to know. It's funny that it ended up this yeah, way. Yeah, it is. I thought that, this isn't on purpose. But this isn't the Beatles. This is Ringo Starr. He wrote this song 
like five decades after I the will give it a shot as you know with as little bias to my listening I think you hate Ringo more than the average person does because I don't think Ringo's done anything to you Ringo hasn't no I don't the Beatles have you know the saying <laughs> Paul's the heart of the Beatles John's the mind George's the personality and Ringo's the drummer Right, Ringo, you're getting a shot, but I'm skeptical. Shout out to Ringo Starr. So it's a celebration of Ringo. And what better way to celebrate than with a Ringo Starr song? And this Ringo Starr song comes from 2012. It's a reggae rock song. Oh, wait, what? (laughs) And it is Wings by Ringo Starr as a part of episode one of Ringo Roundup. Song number four, that was Wings by Ringo Starr, a part of episode one of Ringo Roundup. And uh, Ringo Starr is a singer, songwriter, actor, and NFT producer from Liverpool, England. He's best known for drumming in Rory Storm and the Hurricanes. And he's also in a little group called the Beatles as well, I guess. Um, But the song comes from his solo career um, and was featured on his 17th studio album. Which is a lot of them. That, That is. That is impressive. It came out in 2012 and it was called Ringo 2012. It sounds like he was really running for creative pre- <laughs> there. It sounds like he was running for president or something. It really does. I guess. I don't know what party. Maybe the Peace and Love Party. But um, <laughs> And fun facts, because we all love fun facts. We do. Um, Joe Walsh from the Eagles played guitar on the track. How cool. So, uh, Carson, is it better than Smooth by Santana? It is a hard forget about it. Whoa. On Ringo Roundup? On Ringo Roundup. Um... For some people know this, I guess some of the listeners won't. I have stated earlier, I'm not a fan of the Beatles. Um, Boo. It started at a young age. Boo. I was in a talent show. We had to sing one of their songs. Talent show was horrible. The song was horrible. I've just learned it was also a song sung by Ringo Starr. So yes. I think my distaste for the Beatles even extends to my distaste to Ringo. Mm. It's continuing. The song, his voice was just kind of like monotone throughout it. It's just, 
No. Mm. I know. Mm. So it doesn't sound like you're going to spend $1,000 on a Ringo NFT, are you? No. <laughs> Which is crazy because the NFT is getting you an invite to Ringo land. I don't is... know if Ringo would want to meet me. You don't think so? You don't want to go to the metaverse and meet Ringo? I mean, like, I, like props to him. He's doing great. Love a bunch of people knows. I'm so glad you're doing well. Like my, you know, relationship with Taylor. It doesn't sound that way for Ringo, though. Is he not doing well? No, he is, but it doesn't sound like you actually care that he's doing well. Well, I want everyone to do well. Even if it's Ringo? Yeah. You had to think about it for a second, though. Help <laughs> me out, Alex. Okay. But, um, but- yeah. I just am not going to choose to listen to his music unless Alex apparently forces me to. I mean, you got 17 albums to choose from. One of them has to be to your liking. I think I might have heard a Beatles song that I said, this isn't bad. That is obviously true. There's no way you can listen to all 200-something Beatles songs. They have 200 songs! They were around for a decade. There's no way... I thought they were around for like two years. I thought they were just like kind of like a... No. Well, see, you, again, the, the, the stage started... Um, I think you just don't know the Beatles. You're scared of what you don't know. And what you don't know is the Beatles. We gotta change some stuff. Look, you're allowed to not like the Beatles, but to be the whole, like, I thought they were around for two years shows. Maybe you need to I just heard explored. enough and knew I didn't need to listen anymore. I think you gotta give them one more shot. But that's not for the show. Was this not partial shot here? I just have more evidence. <laughs> the song, song came out like 60 years after the Beatles broke up. <laughs> still, he was still in the Beatles. Therefore. Therefore. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry, Ringo. Sorry your roundup was so cruddy. I really hope for the next person, you know, they... Um, they enjoy it. Well, yeah. I guess we're going to have to wait another year for a Ringo breaking Apparently. news. Uh, well, maybe we'll hear something about how the Ringo Land metaverse you know meeting with maybe he'll get caught for money laundering or something wait no that'd be sad but that's i hope he's i hope he's doing well no crimes being committed <laughs> you would upset you if ringo committed a crime such as money laundering i think it would upset me if anyone really committed I, a crime i want i think ringo would do more blue collar crime and paul would do more white collar crime well, as we stated i know nothing about the beatles so i'll have to take your opinion for that okay oh that's fine that's fine so song number five four Song number four is a forget about it. Yeah. Sorry, Ringo. But um, song number five is also kind of important. Because it's a 600th song. Right! Of is it better than Smooth by Santana? That's so exciting! Woo! Um, so thank you all for making this possible and listening to me long enough to get to 600 songs. Um, wow, that's a lot of songs. That's, that's, that's more than a lot of numbers. But also that less than a lot of numbers. Well, I'd say, yeah. It's less than more numbers, but still more than a lot of other numbers. Yes. Yeah. It's like more than 550, Actually, no, 599 numbers That's or not like true, that? though. I just realized there's negative numbers, too. So there's an infinite, infinite amount of numbers. Actually, no, it'd be infinite plus 499. Wait. I don't know. 599. Ah, ah you're right. 599. Numbers. Stop it. Anyway, it's a lot. It's just a bit, a lot of numbers. A lot of numbers all around. Something about hating math earlier in the episode, mm-hmm. you know. It, it came back. Everything yep. just comes back in a circle. Full circle here. So for song number 600, um, there's not a lot of songs with 600 in the title. I looked. Couldn't find many. Most of them were 
pretty like just weird like industrial edm which didn't even have lyrics i'm like maybe we'll wait for a later date for those okay yeah not for a big celebration of course not um so song number 600 is a 1986 r&b track and i'll get to why it's number 600 um afterwards but uh it is there'll be sad songs to make you cry by billy ocean song number five that was there'll be sad songs to make you cry by billy ocean and it was the 600th song of is the best Spirit by santana um the song was a single off of ocean six studio album titled love zone which was his most successful album in both the united kingdom and the united states um and if you're wondering why it's the 600th song on the show it's because it was the 600th number one song in billboard hot 100 history so that's cool. That's a cool little fact, right? Yeah. There's, that's, the, that's the only thing I got for it. It makes me really sad to say it's a soft forget about it. Mmm. Can I ask a question first? Oh, sorry. Is it better to sleep by Santana? It's a soft forget about it. What? Ah! Alright, you, you can start talking now. Yeah, you're good. Um, you, yeah. you weren't going to explain yourself? Is there explanation needed? Yeah, <laughs> it was a number one track. I think you saying it was not better than Smooth Santana deserves a little bit of explanation. I just was bored. It had a really long intro that was not long. It was just slow. Mm. I was bored. I really cannot. I don't have other ways to express it. Did you like the vocals, the lyrics, the, the instrumentation? I'm really sorry. <laughs> Is there anything? <laughs> <laughs> um, his voice was kind of nice. Um, it was only, let's see, what else? I guess I just, like, wouldn't choose to put it on, like, just like, oh, hey, what do I want to listen to today? This. You'd be more likely to listen to Smooth? Yeah, I think so. Smooth is kind of, you know, say what you will about Smooth, but, like, I still <laughs> think it's, like, it's upbeat and fun. So, like, that has that over this song. Oh. Um, I don't know. just made me sad. Hmm. I didn't mean to make you sad. It's okay. Oh. Okay, cool. Then I'm not <laughs> sorry, I guess. <laughs> if it's okay. Um, okay, I guess forget about it then. Yeah. Cool. It's already gone. Do you want to insult Billy Ocean like you insulted Ringo? 
Billy Ocean hasn't done anything that long yet. <laughs> Ringo just went, was in a band you happen to not like. And that's I'm sorry, Ringo. <laughs> we'll see if Ringo accepts your apology. Ringo will decide. Let me know. Yeah. Send her, a, send her a MySpace message. Yeah, exactly. I think Ringo still uses MySpace. Perfect. <laughs> My number one forum is social media. <laughs> um, cool. Song number six. Moving forward. Moving right. right along. That's, a, that's another song. That's not the song we're listening oh, to. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are we listening to? Uh, song number six is from 2012, but it's not from Ringo 2012. Not from Ringo 2012. <sighs> yeah, sorry. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> it's an alternative hip-hop song. Okay. And it is The Circle in the Square by Flowbots. All right. We're the circle in the square. Song number six, I'll say 2012 alternative hip hop song, The Circle in the Square by Flowbots. Flowbots, an alternative hip hop and rap group from Denver, Colorado. The song was the title track from the group's third studio album, which reached number 198 on the Billboard Albums chart. The song was also the only single released on the album. So, Carson, is it better than Street by Santana? It is a forget about it. Oh, Lord, let's forget about it. Forget about it. Let's yeah. hear it. Um, let's see. Sorry, I thought you were gonna like play this song again. Some reason I you thought I was like, all right, let's listen to all the rules. I've been on here before. I swear. Oh, it's a, for, it's a forget about. It. Let's play it one more time. Yeah, see if we change your mind. <laughs> I really just forgot about it, right? Um, let's see. It just had such a negative vibe to it. I would never choose to put it on myself. Ever. 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 Whoa. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. It's so angsty. You're never in a revolutionary mood where you're like, I gotta change the world. I am the circle in the square, whatever that means. No, I have never thought that about myself. Mm. Um, yeah, it's not the type of shape I would consider <laughs> if I am. You're more of an octagon, huh? You know, I was thinking like a rhombus. Uh, right? I'm a trapezoid. Okay. People always say that. Yeah. They're like, you hey. know, what? I like walk up to you and was like, that's a trapezoid. That's a trapezoid. Yeah. I'm like, exactly. really? I think of myself more of as quadrilateral. Like, yeah. 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 You know? Let's see. Do I have a favorite shape? And ovals are kind of nice. You know what I really hated? I hated, um, 
back in the day we had to find like surface area of like, oh, all these things. So, like, yeah. It's one half of the, the radius times the height. And I'm like, man, get that out of my face. Mm-hmm. I'm not about that life. Yeah. And that's why I did so bad in math growing up. That's fair. I don't like surface area. No, who does? Who needs it? I don't need it. I don't know. I think math has become this, like, undecided theme of this episode. Yeah. I really liked math when it was, like, remember those sheets? It was, like, the quick, you had to quickly mm-hmm. multiply, and then when you flip it, you do it really loud, so yeah. everyone knows you're, you're done the first I thing. didn't like those. I, I was like really bad at them. I thought I was good until, what, I thought I was good at math, and actually, I think I can pinpoint the exact moment I started going bad at math, and that was long division. Once you got to long division, I, I my life fell apart. I have to say, I do kind of like math, but there's like certain parts of math that I just don't like, mm. like surface area or yeah. um, the, the little times table things. Remember, I was like doing one as a kid, and my pencil kept breaking. Ah. I know, so I didn't do it fast enough. I hated um scarring moment. So when I took the GRE, I don't know if you're gonna take the GRE or not, but you had to relearn all the math from high school. Which was already hard enough the first time around. I, that's why I forgot all about it. I mean, I'm really hopeful. I think I will be taking the GRE soon. And I've been tutoring students in math mm. in high school. That's good. For like the past two years. So hopefully my math knowledge is still up there. But I had a re- I'm not looking forward to relearning any of it mm. if I do. I had to reteach myself four years of high school math in like two months. And I wanted to cry. That sounds horrible. It was Yeah, it was bad. But yeah. I graduated. And you got your master's. Look at you go. Master's, so who needs it? Uh, but yeah, yeah, circle in the square. I don't even know how you'd put a circle in a square. But you know what I think of? You know those like little kid toys? Yes. And you're <laughs> like, the circle could probably fit through the square technically. Right? Yeah. So I mean, I think that's the point, right? The song's all about rebellion. Yeah, I right? guess. Is it? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like riots are usually a, about like rebelling against something. There's a theater on Broadway that's a circle in the square theater. Okay. And maybe I'm like, maybe they're big Broadway fans who really enjoy mm. the Broadway theater, particularly. I don't really know anything about Broadway, mm. but. Um, or the Beatles, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. The, it, the Beatles' um, distaste is a family thing, too. No way. Yeah. Well, I, I think my brother might like them. Well, I think he thinks they're okay, but the rest of my family does not like the Beatles either. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Did Paul McCartney just, like, beat your dog with a baseball bat or something? Like, why Why is your whole family this, like, the most popular group in the world? Given my dad literally does not listen to music, you hop in his car and it's just silent. He, like, won't turn on the radio, nothing. Not even, like, NPR or something? he's just, like, sitting there, like... And my mom listens to like radio talk shows, like um, Kid Craig in the morning. I don't even know. They always I just like turn them off automatically. Um, My brother listens to music. You never know. W brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. So forget about it. Yeah, it's gone. I don't. I didn't really see you as a political revolutionary anyway. Yeah, I think most people would agree with that opinion (laughs) of myself. Um, we're going on song number seven. We're getting close to the end of this. All right. Uh, song that? number seven is reserved for a theme. Uh, we're doing the classic theme of a new song by an already popular artist. Okay. And this album came out this year, of course. It's 2022 synth pop. Mm-hmm. And it's probably the hottest album in the world at the moment of recording this episode. Um, so you probably already know what it is. But it is Late Night Talking by Harry Styles. 
something quite the same There's a haze on the horizon, babe It's only been a couple of days and I miss you Yeah And nothing really goes to plan You stub your toe or break your camera I'll do everything I can to help you Song number seven, that was a 2022 synth pop song. That was Late Night Talking by Harry Styles off of his newest album, Harry's House, which is his third and most recent studio album. He first premiered the song at his set at Coachella 2022, which apparently everyone in the world performs at. Um, apparently so. Yeah, and he also performed it on the Today Show, which I'm never up early enough to watch. Oh. Yeah. But um, the song reached number two on the UK singles chart. But um, as of writing this episode, it's yet to chart on the U.S. singles chart, but it probably will eventually. I'm sure. Yeah. Harry's and, fans would never let him down like that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But as of writing this, the album is already charted at number one in 12 different countries. Like I said, would never let him down. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Carson, is it better than Smooth by Santana? It is a soft, hot one. And it's a hot one. Okay. Yeah, I think Harry does a good job at producing music that is enjoyable. Sometimes it is unique and creative. Sometimes it just kind of, I think, follows the suits of what, like, his fans want. Also, <laughs> they are loyal to an extreme. Yes. And I think he could produce something that's not good and they'd be like this is the best thing in the whole wide world it's Harry you're right um but yeah I think I'd listen to that over Smooth by Santana mm. are you a, were you a One Direction person One Direction fan I was not I was actually like opposed to being a One Direction fan mm. um I was one of those people like you were not a Directioner I was not a Directioner okay um in middle school like I refused to like buy into the like oh I like Justin Bieber or like um, I'm in love with who is someone like Twilight or One Direction. Like I just I was I was like no I can't be that person. I'm not like other girls. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. That, <laughs> that's so cringy. <laughs> but yeah, that was me. I couldn't be like other people. Um, I think I had one One Direction song that like I had downloaded on. But that no one can know about it. Yeah, I was like, I was very quiet about it. it was like, the only no one thing. cares about One Direction while you're secretly listening to. Was that song? That's what makes you beautiful. It was. That was the song. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> I think I know like two One Direction songs. In fairness, it never um, really actually, I guess, did enjoy it. Oh. So I think that, and then what is it like? Um, story of my life. life? The story of my life, that one. Is that them? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 
I don't know. I know more Harry. I feel like I enjoy like when he has some of the stuff he has. I mean, cool. Yeah. Shout out to Harry Styles. Yeah. Are you uh, Hi, are you Harry. planning on listening to all the new album? I think so. I'm curious to see what he has. Like I said, sometimes it's that like, can really surpri- can be surprising. Huh. Well, yeah. I guess we'll have to see. And um, it's called Harry's House. Yeah, I don't really Harry, like the name. Uh, you don't like the name? No. Sorry. Just I was actually. Do you like the name? Well, I have a weird connection to the name. Okay, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. Go ahead. Proceed. No, you're good. <laughs> um, my friend, uh, when I was in high school, got a hot tub, and his name was Harry. So that was like the hangout spot. Even when he wasn't home, it was like we would just be at someone else. So I was like, hey, you guys want to go to Harry's hot tub? And then we just get up, and we went to his house when he wasn't there. It went to his hot tub and hung out. That's so, so funny. So we called it Harry's Hot Tub. We had an opening ceremony for the hot tub because it was such a big deal that he's getting the hot tub. Apparently so. We, made a, we had an opening ceremony. And everything I'm telling you is absolutely true. But again. I believe you. Yeah. I'm not I the do. Kind, but I'm not the kind of guy where I was like, no way you did that. But like, I think I've done enough stuff now where people are like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, I, I really wouldn't put it past you. Like, yeah. I can imagine like the opening ceremony having mm-hmm. like like a live band if you said it did. Ribbon cutting. like. Yeah. We did a lot of stuff. We, um. <laughs> We did the national anthem to start off. Okay, fair. As you as you do when it's yeah. hot. Um, we uh, we had the history of the hot tub that we read, um, which if you're curious, it actually began with natural springs that the Native Americans used for oh. um, you know therapeutic purposes. Fun facts. Yeah, fun facts. And then um, we had hot tub poetry. Um, did you read poems about hot tubs? We did. Okay. And Harry. And, and Harry. This was his hot tub. Uh, there is a dress code. We all had to dress formally for the event. Um, How else would you dress? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, what else did we do? We had um, we had, we had something where we asked everyone to bring water from their house, and we all poured it to the hot tub. Oh, so a piece of your home could all yeah. Be there. So when you soak with one of us, you soak with all of us <laughs> in the hot tub. <laughs> um, and then we we had little boats. And we wrote our favorite memories with Harry. Oh. And then we put a candle in the little boat and we pushed it out to the hot tub. And then, I don't uh, think a hot tub has ever been so welcomed <laughs> in history. No, it was great. It was awesome. And then we made a little video. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like It was like a breaking news. Harry just got a hot tub. That's and funny. then we watched it in his living room. And then we went back outside. Like, yeah. <laughs> so um, there's more. I just don't remember all of it. But I made like a playlist and we listened to Only Time by Enya. If you guys know what that song is, that would make sense. But um, it was a great hot tub opening ceremony. It sounds like it, if not the only one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we were heartbroken though. So imagine how heartbroken I was when we we're like, all right, you got the hot tub. We had to wait like two weeks for the ceremony. So we're like, don't use the hot tub. We can't use it before the opening ceremony. ceremony yeah. So imagine the heartbreak when I went there one day and I saw them in bathing suits. <gasps> I'm like the betrayal. They're like, oh no no, we're not using it. Like, what else are you doing? Then? Like, you you're just walking around in a swimsuit. That's what I'm saying. No one does that. No one does it. You have to. And you're be using not the in Florida. <laughs> exactly, which where more makes sense. Yeah. So it broke my heart knowing that we were gonna properly open it, but I had to keep that to myself, right? I'm like, I can't. You can't disappoint the other members. Exactly. They were here. They were excited. We can't ruin it. Well, so. how do you like if they're listening? Yeah. What it. Do you have any words to share with them? The fact that you allowed that betrayal even further to continue? Um, thing is that they're going to be like, yeah, we did do that, but that's not the weirdest thing that's happened between us. Okay. Just because we, I mean, if we were willing to do a hot tub opening ceremony, 
we were probably willing to do a lot of other stuff. And we did do a lot of other yeah. stuff, too. We did a... My high school career was very strange. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. I think that sometimes makes for the best people. Maybe we should do another hot tub opening ceremony. So if anyone knows <laughs> anyone who's getting a hot tub in the near future... And are willing to wait to use it until we can arrange the opening ceremony. I will love to throw you a hot tub opening ceremony. I'd be honored. But, um... Yeah. So Harry's... T- so Harry's house. <laughs> That's um, all we have about Harry. New album. Go check it out or Give not. It a I don't care. If you don't like Harry Styles, you know, don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. I'm not your you mom. Do I don't care. You do you. Yeah. I'm not going to lose sleep if you don't listen to it. Carson probably won't either. Nope. I'm good. Go listen to what you want. I don't care. Yeah. Enjoy music. That's what it's there for. But not yet. We have one more song. Yeah. Wait. Stay for a little bit. <laughs> but you could enjoy the song if you want. Because this song is song number eight. It's the last song of the episode. Okay. Um, if you've listened to any of the past 70-something episodes, you know we begin and end each episode with a hit. Some of the people know. Some of the people recognize. We started things off with our song by Taylor Swift. Really popular song. We're ending it with a pretty popular song. The song comes from 1971, though. So it's kind of old. 1971? All right. So, like, prehistoric history. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Really old song. It's really old. Oh, I can't even name a date older than 1971. Maybe 1970. That's about (laughs) it. That's as far as I can go. (laughs) Saying that is much (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. How does that quote go? What's bigger? Is that... Uh, What's funnier than, like, 26, 26, like, 27 or something something, like that? (laughs) So this song is from 1971. It's a hard rock song, and it is Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones. final song of the episode that was song number eight that was brown sugar by the rolling stones that was a 1971 hard rock song the song was the opening track and lead single from the group's 11th studio album titled sticky fingers the song reached number one in the united states and canada and number two in the united kingdom billboard put the song as the 17th most successful song of the year and billboard magazine ranked the song as the 495th greatest song of all time on their list of top 500 songs so it, it made it yeah. Kind of close, but it made it. And uh, it was also covered by Little Richard years later. Shout out Little Richard. Rest in peace. So, Carson, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Uh, it's a hot one. And it's a hot one. It's a hot one. Yeah. Get on a hot one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, we have some really good family friends, and every time we'd go voting with them, they'd always have, like, hard rock playing. Um, and so it just, like, reminds me of that, like, a good boat day. Like, I remember we were, like, scalloping once, and, like, just, like, the memories of that and just took me back i think 
it's one of those things that still manages to um, connect generations. Ah, very nice. Are you a fan of the Stones, like, outside of the song, or you don't really listen to them too much? I don't say I particularly listen to them, but, like, I wouldn't be opposed to someone's like, oh, I'm going to put on this and be like, okay, cool. Okay. And are you a fan of, like, the classic rock, 70s, 80s stuff? Or yeah, I is enjoy it? it, yeah. Okay. Do you go out of your way to listen to it sometimes? Or? Sometimes. It just depends on the day. Mm. Nice, sunny day, like, driving. You know. I know you don't like the Beatles. So the Stones are kind of close to the Beatles. And They're like, different. They are. They are. <laughs> but, like, same era and all that. I mean, it's the same era, but, like, there's... Like, I don't like Justin Bieber right now, and there's plenty of people who I do like. Well, do you like... Uh, well, some of the songs from the Rolling Stones actually were written by the Beatles, but we don't have to go into that, do we? Well... We don't have to like those, do we? <laughs> no, I, I think it's different. They have a different okay. delivery than the uh, Beatles okay. as well. So if Rolling Stones did Yellow Submarine, you'd be like, yeah, I could... I no, could. Yellow Submarine is just a horrible song. Like, you know, every even like my most favorite artist, I'm like, there's songs I don't like. Yeah. Do you like Octopus's Garden at least? No. You don't like that one? No. I like to be under the sea. In an octopus's garden in the shade. No? I do know it, but no. No, okay. Well, I tried. Um, it's all so right. We, so we Give in? me my controversy. <laughs> Everyone has to have one little controversial fact yeah. about them. I have a couple. Just add it to the list. Well, I guess that can be for episode number three for you, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Um, so we're going to end things with a hot one, though. Uh, yeah, we're going to think a hot one. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, was I missing something? I don't know. For some reason, I was like, oh, another song? A surprise song? A bonus? Wow. No, it's like, no. is this a Taylor Swift album? You know the rules. We got eight songs, eight different genres, eight well, different Well, obviously, artists. I've messed up the rules a little bit. I apologize to all the fans out there. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Please forgive me. More than I can count. Uh, I, but the things that I can't count to a high number. So that's just on me rather than the number of fans there are. <laughs> um, shout out to the fans. Shout out to all the fans out there. Um, cool. That's all eight songs. Um, we end this episode like we like to end every episode by asking the same three questions to every guest. Um, and question number one is, what type of music are you currently listening to? What is on the rotation? What have I been? I've been listening to Alan Stone lately. Okay. Have you heard him? I have heard of him. Yeah. So that's kind of what I've been... He's been on the show, actually. All right. Yeah. Sorry. I was just like going through my Spotify trying to figure out. Yeah. That's what I've been listening to recently the most. Huh. Shout out to Alan Stone. Yeah. Um, any other song or artist recommendations? Maybe something that people may not know a lot about but need more attention? Hmm. No. I think you're doing a great job finding <laughs> all the different genres, all the different music. It's a, it's a full-time job. It's not. But <laughs> it sounds better if I say it is. Yeah. <laughs> is there anyone you want to give a shout out to outside their own music? Um... I would like to give a shout out to my dog. Shout out to Kai. Yeah, great dog. Kai, he was a guest on the last time you were on. He was. He's not here today, hence the mm. shout out. Yeah. yeah. Hope you're doing good, buddy. No, yep. you're listening. Mm-hmm. I'll have to play this for him. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's going to love it. Exactly. But you know, he's a very, very big fan of R&B, so he may yeah. not like some of your opinions. It's a struggle. Yes, it is. It is. He's always like asking put, ask me to put it on. Hey, put on some Marvin Gaye. And you're like, no, I don't have any R&B. She's like, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, so very cool. Any final comments before we wrap this episode up? Um, you know, Ringo, please don't hate me. <laughs> 
I think that's my final comment. That's your final comment. Very nice. Well, thank you, Carson, for joining, and thank you all for listening. Thank you, Andrew Ferguson, for making the theme song. Go check him out on Spotify. It's a song called Constellations. You can check out. You can check out his former band, The Late Nights, which hurts saying former band. Ouch. R.I.P. Um, they used to have an EP. I guess they still technically do have an EP called yeah. Sorry We're Late. And um, he is in a group called The Dwell now. I don't know if they've released anything yet, though. I don't think they have. But go keep an eye out for that. Um, yes. And if you have any song requests, please send them my way to manintohotwin at outlook.com. I love getting those emails and haven't got one in a while. So send them my way to manintohotwin at outlook.com. Make sure you put your hot ones and forget abouts in the comments as well. There's no comments. Put your put your hot ones and forget abouts in the email as well. Did we just become a YouTuber? Gosh, yeah. Smash that like button. Hit the subscribe like button. button. Yeah, right. And like go. a little arrow pointing yeah. down. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I hope to see you all here next Friday as we continue our journey into the wonderful world of music. As to answer the question, is it better than Smooth by Santana? I like to end this episode like, a, like I like to end every episode by reading my new favorite comment from the Smooth by Santana music video on YouTube. This one comes from a user named Ruckus the Band, who says, They don't mean to. The baiting is always driving people bad crazy. Not good crazy. The Star Trek, the Star Trek replicator in Holodeck. You can yeah. decide for that as you will. Yeah. So. Okay. Don't know what that means, but All right, maybe Ruckus. I don't have the, the mind to understand such deep philosophical. Depth. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Just wow. Deep, 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 mm-hmm. deep. Um, well, thank you, Carson, once again, and thank you all for listening. And don't forget, give me your heart, make it real, or else forget about it. I'm Alex. This was Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana, and I'll see you all next time. <laughs>